702. The Political Desk. All right, a political story you cannot ignore, of course, is all the evidence that's coming out of the State Capture Commission. Have a listen to this, right? The Passenger Rail Agency of South Africa has been a big focus this week, right? Um, we know, of course, Popo Mulefe, the former chair, has been talking about the frustration uh, he felt uh, when he was uncovering issues at Prasa and nobody wanted to help. He even went and approached uh, the National Assembly, asking Speaker Balekambete then uh, uh, to force the ministers to do their job, uh, to basically try and hold the officials at Prasa to account. Um, he even went as far as approaching the top six of the ANC. Um, and for his troubles, what happened? Um, having failed to engage uh, successfully with the former transport ministers, Dipuo Peters and Joe Maswangani, um, essentially what happened eventually is that they fired him. They fired him and his board. The question, though, that must be asked is, what did Parliament do? Well, we are joined by the former SCOPA chairperson, chairperson at the Standing uh, Committee on Public Accounts. Uh, Temba Gordi joins us now on the line. Uh, a very good morning to you. Always a pleasure to chat to you. Thank you very much. You are, of course, uh, the chairperson of SCOPA, the Standing Committee, uh, looking into public accounts, uh, looking at exactly the kind of uh, things Popo Mulife was trying to deal with. He says even Parliament uh, did not offer much assistance. Yeah, well, um, as he indicated, he wrote a letter to the Speaker, which he copied to the Portfolio Committee and to SCOPA. And even though it was for our information, Scopa was the only uh, committee that responded to his letter. Not only responded to the letter, but actually called the board and management of Trasa and followed up on the on the issues uh, that he had raised. So yes, other areas of parliament failed Trasa, failed him, especially the head of the institution who is the speaker. But at least for our trouble as Scopa we discharged of our responsibility. To what extent, though, uh, may I ask, because as I said in my introduction, one of the things that has come out is that Popo Mulefe says uh, the people that uh, were at the center of uh, the shenanigans that were happening at Prasa seemed to have political cover. Uh, certainly that would be the case uh, when, uh, as we know, he and his board who were raising some of those concerns were eventually fired. Now, I think uh, <clears throat> if you look at the financial mismanagement, whether in departments or entities, um, there is always an, an intersection between administration and politics. And the fact that uh, there has been no consequences for wrongdoing has itself, uh, is itself a manifestation of the lack uh, of political will. Pumlef, uh, as you know, is a senior member in the, in the ruling party, uh, I had meetings with him as an individual, as a chairperson, where he actually confided in me that he had uh, raised his concern to the top six, but uh, he didn't get any joy. And that yeah. has always been the problem in relation to parliamentary oversight. 
Well, I mean, I spoke to uh, uh, Dr. Zwilim Kize. Um, he's, of course, our health minister now, but he was the treasurer general of the ANC at the time, part of that top six. And he seemed to suggest to me that, yes, of course, Popo Malifa told them, uh, but uh, that was very much in passing. He'd expected uh, law enforcement, uh, somebody who had a, con- a constitutional mandate to take this up. Uh, we know, of course, uh, not much of that happened, did it? Yeah, no, you you are right. Uh, Escobo, we actually called what was called the anti-corruption task team, which was an interministerial uh, body that was supposed to drive government's fight against corruption. And what we find there was a body that was totally dysfunctional. And we were saying to ourselves, if this is the body that is supposed to drive the fight against corruption and it's so disorganized, so dysfunctional, then clearly it means there is no political will uh, to, to tackle corruption. Uh, and I think uh, Dr. Mukise will probably be very economic with the truth. Like I say, I met Mr. Mulefe uh, as the chair and the way he expressed his frustrations and his interaction with the leadership of the ANC, it could never have been in person. But one of the questions that Judge Zondo asked was, where was Parliament? Where were the committees whilst all of this was happening? We know, of course, you did respond, as you say, as part of SCOPA, uh, but you were essentially, of course, an independent uh, 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 leader. You weren't part of uh, the main parties, which is why you were chair of SCOPA in the first instance. Was there resistance within your own committee around dealing with these matters from uh, the other members of uh, other political parties? I think Scopo was, was unique, uh, and I'm sure if you cast your eyes back, you recall it was the only committee where members of the ANC, DA, EFF, IFP, we, we worked as a unit. But one of the major weaknesses in Parliament, which I had raised in the fourth Parliament, was the fact that when we make resolutions in Parliament, they are now in the office of the Speaker, but that office did not have a mechanism to follow up on resolutions of the House. And I insisted and lobbied that they should have uh, such an infrastructure. And they promised that they were going to do something about it, but it never it never came to fruition, meaning you discuss, resolve, but there will be no follow-up on whatever Parliament would have resolved on. Ultimately, who is this an indictment on? Uh, parliament uh, as a whole, the system uh, that Parliament is meant to use to hold the executive uh, to account? Uh, whose finger do you point the blame at? Look, um, my take is that, uh, you know, there's an accountability chain. In an entity, when a manager uh, co- co- commits corruption, uh, there is this supervisor or a supervisor. You have the internal audit unit that does the auditing before the AG comes. You have the CFO, you have the CEO, you have the board, you have the minister, you have the audit committee, you have the auditor general, then you have parliament. So if anyone uh, within this chain is dysfunctional, then the entire chain uh, is not going to do its work. As for parliament, I must admit, parliament could and should uh, do better than what it has done. And I can tell you, uh, Bongan, that my SCOPA members actually ended up revolting against me, refusing to have oversight with other portfolio committees because we find that in most cases they will actually be defending departments instead of exercising Holding oversight them on to them. Account. 
Yeah, I meant to say, where do you point your finger as far as all of this is concerned? Temba Kodi, always a pleasure to chat to you. Former SCOPA chairperson, he was there at the time all of these things that were happening. Uh, you just need one, right? In that entire chain, as he points out, you just need one part of it not to function and the whole thing breaks down. And how can it not when so many of the people who sit in those committees rely on the very people they must exercise oversight on to get their jobs.